one prize with that? Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? East Society Podcast, 31 Days of Horror. We are back tonight with a film that we were meant to do, I think, a couple years ago, maybe last year. I don't remember. I do remember the title of it, and I remember seeing the poster. But uh, tonight, Brother Taylor is back in the house. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? I think it was, what, a year or two when we did um, Terrifier, I think. Uh, maybe. Uh, I know. And then we did. And then, I mean, before, after that, we did the. What the hell was that movie called? The something Tension. Um, oh, Roni Kenshin. Yeah. Yeah, Kenshin. Okay. Yeah. We eventually we're gonna get to, uh, part two, everyone. I started watching it, but I I didn't finish it. But, yeah, Drive Through, two thousand seven. Someone say pork? Do you want it bloody? Would you like fries with that? I'm on the scene of yet another grizzly murder. You don't believe anything I've told you. It was a seven-foot clown chasing me with a meat cleaver. Why would someone dressed as Horny the Clown want to hurt your children? I am the one person who might be able to stop him. Order up a slice of horror. Drive through. Fast food kills. Yeah. A high school student must save townspeople from a murderous clown. Who works at a fast food joint? All right, that was IMDb, or no, uh, Google IMDb. Horror, horror gets supersized when Horny the Clown, the demonic mascot of Hella Burger, starts slashing Orange County teenagers with his meat cleaver from hell. This was written and directed by Brandon Cowles and Shane Kuhn, and this stars Leighton Meester. And Nicholas D. Augusto, Malora Hardin, Lola Gandolini, I think that's her name. A Larry Joe Campbell. Only person this? I know. Um, yeah, I'd seen him in a bunch of things. I remember him being younger. A Van de la Plante or whatever, a pin. Bagley, Cedar Young, John Gilbert, Rachel Bella, uh, uh, Morgan Spurlock. For those of you um, Super Size Me fans, he was in this, and I, and I was surprised. And Roach himself from People Under the Stairs, Sean Whelan, or Whelan, he popped in this, and I was like, oh, cool. There was another girl in this. I only remember her. She played Sarah in... Uh, the Big Bang Theory. And I believe her real name is Sarah. It's Sarah. 
Damn, they didn't even put it on the credits. I don't, I don't see a Sarah something. I can't remember her last name. Because she's, uh, uh, yeah, Big Bang Theory is what I've seen her in. She's in this. She's one of the, oh, here she is, Sarah Bueller. I think that's her name. So those are the only people that I recognized. Um, but majority of the cast, uh, the main cast, I didn't know who any of them any of them were so but um taylor when was the first time you'd seen drive through so i saw drive through i actually heard about it from a classmate back in uh <laughs> uh middle school so like literally around that same time that uh it came out it's like 2007 2008 around there I didn't hear about this until you brought it to my attention. So I remember looking at the poster and like, what the hell is this? So, because it says on the post on the poster, drive through, hungry for a killer meal. There's a hatchet slice and a hamburger, and we see Horny the Clown's reflection uh, in it. So I was kind of like, okay, let's let's see what this is about. Um. But you know what? I enjoyed this film. I liked it. I thought they did a really good job. The CGI wasn't the greatest, of course. It's a it's a super low budget film. Yeah. Um, but I thought everybody that did their job in it, acting wise, I I liked all the characters. The only ones I hated were the very dudes in the beginning because they're just I'm yeah. Like, really, this is where we're going. <laughs> this is where we're going with this movie. So I was just hoping, like, please don't let these be the main guys through the whole movie, because I don't know if I could have sat through them. Uh, but um, it, it was cool, man. I, they did go with the uh, practical effects. There is some CGI uh, with some of the the killings and everything, but a lot when we see the the aftermath of oh, excuse me, when we see the aftermath of the people that get killed, we do it is practical effects. So I did like that. Um, but this is portrayed as an American dark comedy slasher. Okay, it's supposed to be set in Orange County, California. I have no idea exactly where they filmed this. And let's see, looking at the production notes, uh, it was all shot in California. So, all right, or in Los Angeles. Cool. I don't know what unless they. I don't think they built that uh, that little burger joint they probably just got some old abandoned one and just fixed it all up but i believe this was a straight to video thing i don't think it came out uh in in the theaters anywhere no seeing here just yeah straight straight to to dvd uh also made some uh some television in, in the uk but uh this is on youtube that's where i watched it and it was uh it was for free so if we're gonna, if we sell this to you at, by the end of this review, get, check it out. Of course, we're gonna spoil it. You know how we've been doing this year. It's a, it's an old movie. It was my first time watch, so uh, I ended. But overall, I did enjoy the film. I thought it was really good. I don't know if there's a Blu-ray release because if there is, I will buy this, uh, this movie. But the all right, we're gonna have to ju- just jump into the into the beginning. Of the movie, yeah, we got three or no four people mobbing down the streets in L.A. Two girls and two guys, 
And the guys, this is what they called him <laughs> in the movie. They called him Uyghurs. So I mean, two black guys, just, or black guys, I'm sorry, two white guys just overdoing it. Uh, of course, it's a movie and corn rolls, uh, the tilted hat, and the yo, yo, what's up, brother? And they actually drop a few N bombs in this when they're talking and drinking 40s and everything. And I was like, what? I was like, what the hell's going on in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they're hungry. They pull up to Hella Burger and Horny the Clown. I did like that. The the big uh, thing you order your food in. Yeah. And then they just, yo, man, give me some food, motherfucker, and shit like that. That's how they talk. And while they're talking hell of shit, the the clown is talking back to them, talking shit back. But they keep going, what? What'd you say? Let me come in there, bust a cap in your ass. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, did, what, did, what did Taylor... Uh... What is Taylor making me watch? <laughs> yeah, like, kind of reminds me of a, a, a more hardcore B-Rad G from um, oh, Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. J- Jamie Kennedy was awesome in that one. So one of the guys in the back's like, he goes, you know what? I'm going to go in there and bust a cap in his ass. So he kind of breaks into the back. He goes into the place and he starts looking around um, and nobody's in there. Because all the lights are off. So they're like, hey, Looks man, like they were closed. Yeah. He's like, where are you, man? I want to talk to you. And he, he's just going around trying to find whoever was whoever they were talking to. So he he gets on the, the microphone that's inside the, the place and starts calling for him. And uh, he doesn't, uh, nobody comes out. But he starts to hear something in the back. So he goes into the back. He looks around. And this is when we're introduced to horny the clown (laughs) (laughs) i I liked how he looked man he had the little crazy the punk rock boots and he's got a he's got big mask on um a big clown mask and his mouth is like it looks like the the speaker uh, yeah the speaker when you're talking to the the clown head that's in in the drive-thru so he kind of just throws that first guy against the wall. And then the next dude, he's coming in. He's got his gat out, holding the gun sideways and all crazy. Like, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> so he's walking around looking for his buddy, and he, he doesn't see him anywhere. And, again, the whole place is pitch black. So he, he's just screaming like, yo, man, where are you? I ain't playing. And then he sees his buddy, and his buddy is – um face first in the uh deep fryer yeah in the deep fryer and he walks over like what the fuck he pulls his buddy out (laughs) yep (laughs) he pulls his buddy out and his face just looks cooked and it slips off (laughs) yeah he's holding his buddy by the back of his of his collar and then his buddy starts to fall and he's holding his face and his whole face just slides off of off off of the off of his head, and he's ah, screaming. We see his buddy laying there on the ground. His face is all bloody, and he's dead. And then um, Horny the Clown comes out behind and talks to the guy. You want fries with that? And then he slams them on the, the table, the, like the, the, the prep table. <laughs> and then he just. Uh, 
you want fries with that? And then he just gets a, uh, his big giant meat cleaver that he carries around and just boom cuts cuts that guy in the gut. We don't see it. It just it just cuts away into it. So we're kind of like, all right. So now we're introduced to it. It's basically a music video in the beginning. We're introduced to uh, our main character, Mackenzie. Her and her friends rocking out to at some party. Um, I know you can't teach everyone to play something, but I don't know who's the girl with her friend that's playing the drums. She obviously isn't listening to the song that they're playing because she's just hitting, just swinging her drumsticks and not even <laughs> on beat. But they they kind of did a good job with the editing, cutting to her and, and, and cutting away from her because we see Mackenzie rocking out and singing and I was like, all right, whatever. So whatever, everything, there's a party going on. Everybody partying, drinking, people making out in the hot tub and all that. So she's just doing that. She, Her boyfriend is there. What was that guy's name? Um, Fisher. Yep. We're introduced to him and her friends. And I assume this was her house and just all these people. Yeah, it was, sure. she, she was throwing like a party. Uh, because she uh, made a comment about how like everybody that showed up, she didn't invite. She only invited like a few people. Well, that's how parties go, man. You even you just hey, man, I'm having a little get together at my house, and that somebody tells somebody, and that somebody tells somebody. You know how it goes. Next thing you know, you got a thousand kids uh, wrecking your house. I've been to plenty of those parties. I mean, I've been to parties where we didn't even know who was throwing it. <laughs> And I remember there was a couple of times where people questioned us, who invited you? Who are you? Oh, I came with so-and-so. Well, who is that? I don't know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, and that's just, uh, that's just happens with the parties. So she is not, um, okay, you got the, the rich kids. Well, they're, they all seem rich, but the, the more snotty kids, uh, she's not one of them. She's kind of more liberal because she does go into the uh, the republicans and this and that type of shit for a, a minute but so all our friends there we, we just kind of meet all them and they're all just hanging out talking and then they break out the ouija board of course and they're just kind of just messing around talking about it and then it starts to uh talk to them i guess it says here fisher finds a ouija board and decides to ask what their future will hold, to which the Ouija board spells out a license plate for uh, Brandon's car. And Brandon was one of the the rich assholes that uh, they kind of didn't didn't care for, because when when it was when it was spelling out all the the license plate number, they were like, "What is it?" They didn't know what it is, so they ended up just writing it. She wrote it on her hand. So yeah, everyone they're just still kind of hanging out, partying. We we kind of get to know them. Um, what was her name? Mackenzie and, yeah. and Fisher. They kind of hang out after the friends leave, and they start going, "Oh, do you really believe in in this uh, Ouija board stuff?" Oh, this is when it spells out the license plate number, but they don't know what it is. So they're kind of like, "All right, well, what is it?" And then let's continue to party and make out. So next day, we're introduced to 
the the two detectives, uh, Detective Brenda Chase and Detective Dwayne Crockers. I like how they kept calling him Cracker. <laughs> so, um, it's, cro- it's Crockers. <laughs> Crockers is the the comic relief. I'd seen him in a bunch of things, and he was like younger, so it was good to see him pop in this. And this um, other this other detective chick, I think she's hot. I liked all the outtakes they did at the very end uh, of of the, of the thing. Did you watch all those? Uh, no, I did not. At the but... very end of the credits, there's all kinds of uh, outtakes and bloopers uh, of everything. <laughs> because I remember when it got to the end, there was still like ten minutes. I was like, the credits are wrong. So I figured there was something at the end. And I fast forward and, and there is it's just uh, outtakes and everything. But anyway, so they're at the scene of the uh, the the guys that got killed in the beginning at the fast food place. But they find their their uh, Escalade that they were mobbing around in out in the at a park somewhere. So they're not really sure uh, what it is. There's no bodies there, but they the the Escalade is like full of blood. So they're trying to figure out uh, who 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 it was. So back at um, Mackenzie's house, her mom and her stepdad are just kind of having a barbecue, and they're all hanging out. Fisher is there. Uh, I think there's some other friends there, too, all hanging out. But uh, her stepdad is watching the news, and he sees the uh, the story about the Escalade that has blood in it. And then Fisher notices it, and he goes, hey, that's so-and-so's car. one of the dudes that they got killed. So when they're watching the... The, the the newscast and they show the license plate so they're like rewind it rewind it so they rewind it to that and then she looks at her hand and it's the the license plate number that the Ouija board spelled out so now they're trying to like oh well what does that mean and they're not really sure at this point they just kind of figure that it was just a coincidence because Mackenzie is really trying to like I think it's trying to tell us something but her friends are like it, it's nothing, man. It's just coincidence, man. Let's let's just keep on doing what we're doing. So they're like, okay. So we go back. We go to the high school. They show us uh, who everybody is and all this. And Fisher's just, he's just a horny teenager. He's trying to get Mackenzie. She's a virgin. Um, it's her 18th birthday coming up. And he's kind of just saying he wanted to tap that. Tap that ass or whatever some to that <laughs> point, whatever he said. Um, she's got one of those magic eight ball looking things, so they start asking questions and it's giving them answers, and he's just kind of laughing at it. But then she asks it, it a question, and I can't remember what she actually actually asked it, but it uh, the question was. Okay, so she said, I'm watching this one. Should I go to class or should I get baked in the bathroom? And then she looks at it and the little thing says, hi, Mackenzie, on the inside of the ball. And of course, if you guys know those little things, it shouldn't say that. And she's asking, who are you? And then it says, you'll see. And then she kind of just, she asks, why are you doing this? And then it says, a broken heart. And it could, clearly you can see that it's CGI. So... When she said broken heart, we see one of her friends looking in in the mirror in the bathroom. She just got a new little tattoo, and it's uh, a heart with her it broken in half. So she's kind of like, "All right, well, where are you? We're gonna we're gonna party." 
So her friend is in the bathroom. She hears something, and Horny the Clown is in there and attacks her. So, well, we don't know what happened to her. She just gets attacked. And then we see the uh, Mackenzie is in the in the computer lab doing her homework. The janitor comes in, and the janitor is Roach from uh, People Under the Stairs. But in this, uh, Sean Whalen, his name is Lenny Schwartz, and he's the, the maintenance man for the school. And he looks just like Roach, how he did in People Under the Stairs. His teeth are all messed up and everything. If you guys ever get a chance to meet this guy, he's hella cool. I had a long conversation with him uh, one time I met him. Are you chewing something? Do what? Are you chewing something? No, it's my dog. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Okay. No, I thought you were like unwrapping candy, Halloween candy or something. <laughs> no, that's all right, man. I got in the early days of this show, uh, my dog, she was always walking around. Well, I have hardwood floors, and you just heard that. The little clacks of her toenails <laughs> on the wood floor all the time. Same thing with the with the Theo and the Zisu. His cat always had to be on the show. You always hear purring and meowing in the background. So uh. we're used to animals. And every now and then, uh, my son's dog, he's outside. You might hear him bark. I had the window open, but it, it's, it's cold in here. So is it cold out there yet? Let's see what the temperature is right now. Uh, it's 40 degrees. It was 20 earlier here. It is not in New York. 49 now. It warmed up. It was 25 earlier when the kids were getting ready for school. But anyway, back to L.A. So she's in there doing her work, and he comes in, the maintenance guy, and he's kind of kind of flirting around with her, creeping her out. And, of course, they, they got to throw in the red herring is... Is he the killer because he's weird and creepy? Uh, but he like sits down, starts talking to her, and he 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 giggling around. But then he's like, "Oh, I got something for you." So he opens up his toolbox, and uh, her it's her her camera, nice expensive camera. So she's like, "Where'd you get this?" He goes, hey, "I just found it." And then next thing you know, she goes into uh, the dark room and she starts taking uh, or starts developing the film. And it's pictures from the party she was at. And then she starts uh, other pictures. And she's not really sure who, who who they are. But then there's pictures of the dead bodies. And it's the people that were at the beginning uh, in the in the drive-thru. So she's like, oh, man, she doesn't know what's going on. And then we see Horny the Clown kind of lurking around in the background. And I don't know, it's kind of a, a supernatural type of film because when she's looking at the pictures, she's got another picture that she developed, and it's a picture of her looking at the pictures she just developed. So this clown has supernatural powers, I assume. I, I don't know. So she kind of freaks out and then she just starts looking around. And she uh, sees the clown, and he comes running after her, and she's, ah! Uh, he's chasing her. I like his little cleaver he's got. It's obviously a custom-made thing. So they're fighting. He's swinging his, his uh, uh, big old giant meat cleaver at her, and he's grabbing her, and she's hitting him with chairs and everything. She ends up kicking him in the balls, and then she goes running out of the uh, the, the dark room. She's running down the hall. The clown is chasing her. 
I don't know where anybody in this school is. I assume it's after hours when everybody's gone. So she's hauling ass down the hall and the clown is running after her. She runs into the the gymnasium and she sees uh her friend. I can't mm-hmm. remember her name. Let me let me see what was her name. Uh Val. Oh, Val, yeah. She, she when she runs into the into the gymatorium, we hear the horny the clown making a speech saying talking about Val and then these lights come on and Val is sitting in the middle of the uh, basketball court and she's got a microwave over her head and it's ch- chained shut. And I don't know how microwaves work, but I think if you put a hole at the bottom, I don't think it'll work, but <laughs> That's just my knowledge of it. Who knows? I could be wrong. Maybe there's nothing on on the bottom. But I I assume something had to be there to help the microwaves work. But anyway, so the microwave is on and it starts melting her face. She's in there ah, screaming and we see, uh, of course, it's CGI. Her face starts to get all messed up and then her eyes start shooting blood out and her mouth is shooting blood. And so obviously Val's dead and the microwave cooked her head. So she goes running because uh, Horny the Clown comes running out of the dark chasing her. So she's still trying to haul ass, trying to get out of the school. And uh, he's chasing her and she doesn't know where the hell she, she can go. She starts hearing he's she starts hearing him over the loudspeaker talking about you want a horn dog and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> so. She's asking like why are you doing this And he's just like uh, I can't tell you yet But she's leaning up Against a door with a window And then he comes Crashing through grabs her But she gets away and then he comes Back into the school And she goes running down the hall She sees uh, the maintenance man's uh, His gear towards the Bathroom so she goes charging Into the bathroom and Roach he's only Roach in my eyes He's hanging there. He he got hung. So then she sees him when she runs out, and then she runs into a police officer. Um, ow, hold on. <clears throat> yeah, she runs into a police officer, and the next thing you know, we go to the I assume the police station, and they are watching old commercials for Hello Burger, and there's ladies in bikinis kissing each other, and I mean like tongue. In each other <laughs> and everything <laughs> in this in this fast food commercial, <laughs> and uh, all these other deputy or all these other officers are watching it and laughing, eating um, hella burger food. <laughs> so, uh, and then let's say, how many times do I have to tell you? Uh, it was a seven foot horny dog, uh, <laughs> or clown, or a seven foot horny clown chasing her. That's what she's telling the cops. Um, they don't believe her because they just think she's she could be a part of it, trying to make up something. Because obviously there's dead bodies at the school and then the guys and everything. Because she tries telling them about the clown and, and they just they don't believe her. Uh, she, they, they got the pictures from her at school and then that they think she's involved because it was her camera. And it's got pictures of the first dead, the first group of dead bodies. But she's basically, you guys aren't believing me. 
F this, I'm out. So her mom's kind of like, well, you should start telling them everything you know. And she's like, you don't even believe me either. So she's just, all right, your parents not going to believe you and everything. So she's back at home. Um, <clears throat> Fisher and her friends come over and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And she's telling them uh, what she knows. But they're, they're just kind of like, oh, maybe uh, we'll, we'll all figure this out together. So she's like, all right. So the two detectives go over and see the guy that owns um, Helleburger. I guess it's a franchise because there's other ones all over the place. His name is Jack Benjamin. And they start asking him uh, what's going on. They talk about his horny the clown. Is is that is this uh, a common character? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, well, who has costumes of them? And he goes... He goes, there's like thousands of them because he's got franchises all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, of course, of course, they're just questioning him, trying to get in. He's like, I, I don't know who, who this is. Uh, it's not me, so I don't know what's going on here. There is a picture of a clown, and it's um, the the old oh, the detective, the guy, the dude, um, Crockers. He's like, hey, that's the that's the original uh, Horny the Clown. That's awesome. And he goes, oh, I love him. And he goes, yeah. Who? He goes, who plays this? And he goes, oh, that was my son. And they're like, well, can we speak to him? And he goes, he's dead. And they're like, Ooh, oh, okay. So, so yeah, the, the cops are still asking him questions. They want to see security tapes to the place. And he's kind of like, all right, well, I'll, I'll show you what I got. But they act like they're not uh, believing, listening to him. Because um, he did say, he goes, on, on the tapes, he goes, I did watch them all and there wasn't anything there. So, so they still wanted to see him. He goes, hey, all right, well, when I get him, I'll give him to you. But when they leave, he watches one of the tapes, and we see the horny the clown come out of the um, out of the place where he killed those first kids. Yeah. We're back at McKenzie's. They're getting ready for Halloween or something. They were gonna go work at the haunted house. Her and Fisher, and of course, he's just still trying to get his. And she's just telling him, uh, all right, well, it's my birthday. Or it's going to be my birthday, so let's get an early birthday present. So she kind of gets all undressed. Uh, she's ready to get it on, but her mom's home because her mom comes <laughs> knocking on the door. Is Fisher in there? You better not be doing whatever. So she's like, we're just getting ready, and we're going <laughs> to go to the carnival. So her mom's like, all right, whatever. So she walks away, and then they commence for him to beat him he beats it up so when they're done they're they're talking about it and then her uh, what are those things called etch a sketch there's yep. one on the there's one on the floor of her on uh, on the floor in her bedroom and then it starts doing what it does it does an eye and then there's a heart and then it says bush <laughs> uh, not the band uh boys and girls <laughs> so and then after that, the next scene, we go to the carnival, and everybody's there doing their thing. They're all there. They're all dressed up. Then we see a girl with a T-shirt or a half shirt that says, I love Bush or I heart Bush. So audience knows, all right, well, she's probably the next one to buy it. So we get there. And she, they were, they, this was the couple that was making out in the beginning. Uh, in the pool and these were the the assholes that that they hated they kind of basically just crashed their party so they kind of get into it with them just 
calling them each other assholes and all that. So, all right. It's the carnival, and they're working at the haunted house ride. So these two go in there, the two assholes, the, the couple. They go in there, and they're doing what they're just doing everything. But we turned out, we see one guy. He's standing there grunting around. And then all of a sudden, that girl sits up. And uh, he was he was hitting it from the back. So <laughs> <laughs> they got out of the ride for him to, to beat it up really quick. And I guess he finished too quick because she got mad at him. And so <laughs> they get back in the ride. They're kind of cruising through, looking at all this stuff. And uh, he must have been super fast in order for them to get out him pound it. And they get back in the ride for it to go. So, I don't know. <laughs> you, you got to do the math. <clears throat> so, while they're cruising through there, they're seeing all the crazy things. They're looking through the mirrors and all that. Then, all of a sudden, they hear like a clink. Like something gets cut. And then she's, uh, it's all in the dark. So, the girl is like, oh, fuck, what, what is this? I'm soaked. And then the lights come on. And she's got blood all over her face. And she's starting to ah, scream. She looks over at her boyfriend, and the hat, the from the mouth up, his head is cut off. Well, it's not cut off, but it's it's still hanging on by a little piece of skin because it's it's dangling off the the backside of him. Blood squirting out, and he's shaking. You see his tongue uh, moving. I like this. I thought it was a cool special effect. So. So while she's standing there screaming, Horny the Clown comes out of the darkness and grabs her and uh, starts choking her. And then there's a strobe light going, and we see him just swinging his little mallet, hacking her in the face. And then I, I assume she's dead. And I don't know this not this early 2000s wannabe metal music that they're playing in the background. <laughs> I, I know you. I know it's tough to get. Uh, copyrighted music because if, when you're making low budget films you do what you gotta do it's probably just fr friends of his bands but anyway so while the clown is looking at killing that girl and looking in the mirrors we see fisher in, in a reflection and he looks all scared he's got blood on his face and he looks like he's tied up but we don't we don't know what's going on and uh, horny the clown is looking at him then we go back outside uh, into the carnival Mackenzie is having Hella burgers with her stepdad Because earlier in the film During that commercial for Hella Burger They showed this I don't know Like a death tower or something I don't know how many patties it was It was like a big giant um, If you guys know 4 by 4s from in and out it was, it was like that but let's say Double that, maybe eight patties in it. I don't know. They show it really fast. I, I I couldn't count the patties, and it's covered in chili beans. And he's like, "Oh man," he goes, "This I shouldn't have ate this." <laughs> so, but uh, Mackenzie is just sitting there like uh, she's a um a vegetarian, vegan, or whatever, so she doesn't eat meat. But she's kind of like ah, she just wants to get out of here. And then while they're talking, some dude comes up. And starts talking to her mom like, oh, hey, you, whatever her mom's name is. And he goes, oh, I haven't seen you in forever. And uh, oh, her name is, uh, what the hell is her name? Marsha, I think. Because the guy comes up, hey, remember me? And she's like, oh, yeah, how you doing? And oh, this is my husband and this is my daughter. And 
this is this turns out to be the father of the uh, rich girl that just got killed in the in the the haunted house. So they're kind of talking, but we the audience and Mackenzie sees that there's some kind of weird tension between her and her mom, or um, the guy and and her mom. Uh, her husband, her new husband, must be stupid because he doesn't see it, but. We, the audience, we see it all, so we know that there's something going on, as well as um, Mackenzie, because she kind of like, why are you acting all weird? And Mom's like, oh, nothing, just an old friend of mine, because she does tell her later, she's like, look, man, you guys, there was something going on. I kind of thought there was, well, this is just me thinking, I kind of thought um, they had something going on, because they, they always try to throw the, the red herrings at you in these type of films. So I was thinking, all right, this is when I started to put two and two together. Like, okay, the mom's involved in this somehow. So because Mackenzie's really like side-eyeing her mom while she's talking to this dude. And her mom's acting like a, a little weird. Basically just trying to get him away. And he's like, uh, okay, I'm going to go find my daughter. I'll, I'll see you guys later. So Mackenzie goes back. She leaves her parents and she goes back to the uh, back to work. She goes back to the um, the haunted house. So they see that it's not running. So her and her friend go in and start looking around. And while they're doing it, they have flashlights. Uh, they're not really sure uh, what's happening. I don't know why they put these two little teenagers in charge of this ride, but okay. So the, <laughs> they're they're walking around looking, and then they uh they come across uh, Fisher. He's like um he looks he's walking around, but he looks like frightened and they don't know because he's not talking so next thing you know they call the paramedics and and they 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 end up taking them away um her luckily her parents are still at the carnival the the detectives they kind of grab her because she wants to go with fisher to the hospital and they're like no not tonight because when they see we see them loading fisher into the into the ambulance he looks like he's in shock and obviously he's in shock because he just saw someone get their head cut off uh the next day fisher's at oh not fisher uh, mackenzie's at home she uh wants to get up and go see um her boyfriend so <clears throat> but when she gets up she notices the the etch sketch that's on the on the floor and she picks it up and she's looking at it and it says i love bush on it but then all of a sudden it just kind of magically disappears dis- disappears so she's like oh fuck so she rushes to the hospital and she wants to see her boyfriend but uh the cops wouldn't let her go in there but then her mom shows up let let go of my daughter and then the detectives are like come on um it's okay just just let her in so the lead tech the female detective she she goes over there and she pulls uh, mckenzie aside and wants to know what's going on and she goes well what's happening here why are you guys why are you here and then Fisher, I mean, Mackenzie starts asking them, why are you guys guarding him? And they're like, oh, well, he's a witness to what to what went on in there. Because obviously they find the dead bodies in there. So she's like, kind of like, all right. She knows, Mackenzie's again trying to explain to them about uh, the clown and everything. And she's like, there's no clown. So no no one's listening to her. So she, Mackenzie kind of just gets mad. And then walks off. Uh, 
her mom goes following her and then Mackenzie starts lighting into her mom like look you know more than than what you're telling me why don't you be a mom and be be truthful to me and and tell me what's going on cuz she's telling me goes there's a pattern it's like all of her friends that are getting killed or everyone that's getting killed her mom knows the parents so her mom's kind of like well, I don't know what you're talking about um I'm not going to stand this but so Mackenzie's just kind of lighting her up like come on mom just just tell me what's happening what's going on what do you know and then her mom's kind of like uh she she doesn't know if she wants to tell her but she um basically telling her that the cops cops will know everything uh we go back to the police station they are talking to i think the girl's dad they got killed um and they're, they're questioning him when Mackenzie was yelling at at her mom the female detective i forgot what her name was um brenda she she overhears what Mackenzie is saying so she's like hmm so when she got when back at the police station when, when uh, the detective is talking to that that girl's dad she starts going hey you know um what the hell Mackenzie's last name um carpenter so her mom's name is Marsha. She goes, okay, so you you know who Marsha Carpenter is. Like, yeah, we, we went to school together. And then she's trying to put everything two and two together. You, you guys know. You guys are the parents of. Uh, you guys all know each other. I mean, you, all the parents, you all you all these kids that are getting killed. You guys all know what's going on. So the tech detective is still trying to put two and two together. But then even this guy is kind of like, um. Well, yeah, I know them, but I don't, I don't, I don't really talk to them. So we're like, all right, this guy is involved somehow as well. So Fisher is in his room. He's sitting there, and uh, the detective Crockers, he's supposed to be watching him. He's sitting outside, falling asleep in a chair. Uh, Fisher uh, breaks open the medication that they're giving him to help him sleep, and he dumps it onto this hamburger, and then he kind of makes a loud noise and. Crockers jumps up. <laughs> Excuse me, jumps up. Well, what's going on? What's going on? And he rushes into the room. And uh he's talking to Fisher. And then Fisher's kind of like, oh no, man, just all right. He like drops something. So when Fisher, I mean Crockers comes in and he's looking at him, he's like, Oh yeah. And then he sees the the hamburger on his plate. And then he's like, uh, are you gonna eat that? And then Fisher's like, No, nah, man, go for it. I don't know if I would eat it because there was a bite taken out of it. But yeah. <laughs> Crocker, no, a few bites. Crocker don't care. He probably didn't eat. So he just uh, eats, starts eating the hamburger. <laughs> and then we go back to Fisher. She is, I, I assume, at home. And she's getting phone calls. And she doesn't know what's going on. These are the old school flip phones. <laughs> so it's her mom trying to call. And she doesn't know what's happening. So. Um, she gets up. Oh, she's still at the hospital. I'm sorry. So she goes uh, get something to drink, and then there's a little. Okay, this is what I didn't get. There's a little vending machine with um, little kid toys. Yeah. <laughs> in a hospital, but oh, it might be for kids. I mean, I, I could be wrong. But anyway, so while she's getting the soda or whatever, that little uh, vending machine down the hall, the, those ones where you put in a quarter and turn the knob, and a little prize pops out. Uh, something falls out, so she walks over and picks it up, and it's a, a little clown head. 
and then when she takes the clown head, it's got a little fortune in it, and it says, see you at 420. And then she's like, uh-oh. So she's like, what the fuck? So she kind of gets out of there, and um, we go back to uh, Detective Crocker's, and he's laying there, passed out asleep on the floor, holding the hamburger. <laughs> and then we see Fisher kind of getting out of there. So uh, Mackenzie goes back to her car and gets in, and Fisher is hiding in the back seat. Um, I don't know what kind of car this is, man, but it's tough. One of those old school uh, 70s, maybe 60s cars. So obviously her parents are rich and, and buy her this because if I was this rich, I'm not buying my kids this awesome ass car. I'm a driver out of that <laughs> shit. I'm, I don't know cars, everyone, but it's an older car and it's badass. Pure American muscle. So they're still trying to figure it out. Fisher's talking. They're like, well, what's going on? And she, Mackenzie's telling him that, yeah, somehow our parents are or my parents and all the other parents are all connected somehow and fisher's kind of like well i don't know what i don't know what you're talking about he goes well, well let's let's try to figure this out because then he's looking at the meshes the 420 message and he's like okay let's um who, who does anyone have this on a shirt or a tattoo and he goes yeah um so and so has a, a 420 i think it was a tattoo no it was a, a board graphic on a skateboard so the like oh yeah so they go okay so they go rushing over to to them and they're uh they're at we see these other we kind of introduced to these other kids earlier they're at the uh hella burger place and this is the one girl that i know from big bang the sarah girl is her and two other guys a white guy and a black guy and the two guys are obviously really high so they're playing around in the little kid kid area. And this is when we when um what the hell is this guy's name? The super size me guy. Uh Morgan Spurlock. He is Robbie, the Helleburger manager. He's uh he's there. And we see a horny the clown, just some guy dressed up in a costume. And he's trying to flirt around with that girl when she's making her order, talking about do you want a big horny dog and shit like that. And he's being a creep. He's looking at her, licking his lips uh, and everything. So he's yelling at uh, the guys, uh, hey, you guys, are, you're not kids. You shouldn't be playing in there. But they're like, all right, whatever. He kind of gets mad because he goes after the dudes that are playing in the ballroom because he goes in there and they start throwing the, those little plastic balls out of the ball pit at him. Uh, this scene kind of went on and on forever. There was nothing really happening. But back in the playroom, uh, the white guy, he's pissing on the little uh, Horny the Clown sculpture that's in there. So he's like, well, what's happening? And they're just being stupid because they're high. But then here comes Horny the Clown. He comes walking in. They don't see um, him coming in. He's standing in the ball pit. And he turned, he, he says something, I think like something like, did somebody say pork or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> and then the guys turn around and he throws his meat cleaver across the room, uh, hits the white guy in the head. Awesome practical effect. It's split, split him in the head. So basically, it got him on the top of the head, and the blade, the blade is pretty big, so it goes maybe down to the center of his eyes. So he's dead. He just kind of starts spazzing out and then falls down. And then uh, I liked it. They did a good job because blood was squirting out of the top of his head. 
So he jumps out out of the ball pit. Horny the Clown jumps out of the ball pit and goes after the black guy. And he's standing there. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. And then he pulls the cleaver out of that guy's head and then bashes, starts slicing and cutting up the black guy all in the kid kid area. He uh he says, oh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to bash your fucking brains in. Like Jack from uh, The Shining, everyone, because he also I, does. Yeah. yeah, he does the. Uh, oh, how, how does it go? Uh, all work and no play makes a horny adult boy. Yeah. <laughs> so those guys are dead. Uh, we go back to the kitchen. Um, what the hell? What did I say? Robbie's uh, Robbie, uh, Morgan Spurlock. He's in there bagging up food and horny the clown. The one that works there is looks like he's smoking a joint or something. So um, that other girl, I th- what the hell is her name? Is her name she? Everything I've seen her in, she her name is Sarah. So I'm just gonna call her Sarah. I don't I don't remember if they said her name in this, but she's uh she starts screaming and she's looking at something and she sees all the blood in the um in the little play area. So Robbie comes running over there. And ah, he starts screaming. Next thing you know, we got a uh, news. The, the news people are already at the, the Helleburger and they're reporting uh, what's going on. And while the uh, the gentleman, the standard, the newscaster guy that was port- reporting everything is going on, we do notice there's 420 uh, spray painted on, on the side of the, of the building. So uh, uh, Mackenzie comes walking in and uh, talking to her mom. And she, her mom's yelling out, like, where are you? Your stepdad was out looking for you. And she's like, ah, man, whatever. She doesn't want to hear it. So they go, I assume they're in the basement or something. Um, Mackenzie pulls out this big book with, with photos and everything. I don't know if it was a yearbook or something. But then her mom comes downstairs. And her mom explains to her who who Horny the Clown is and what's, what's going on. I mean... Did not the the killer Horny the Clown, but she tells her the story that when she, they were younger, her and the parents of all the kids that have been killed up this far, that um, back uh, way back in the day, probably when they were in high school, uh, the Helleburger place, there was one of the kids that they went to school with played the first Horny the Clown. Yeah, was dressed up. yeah, he worked there. And he was kind of uh, in love with um, Mackenzie's mom. So he was kind of like, he he invited her to his uh, 17th birthday party. Um, and nobody, I mean, they, they were like laughing at it. And they said they, they didn't even want to go. But the guys were like, you know what, let's play a, a trick on him. Let's, let's go to his birthday party. So while he's sitting there, in his uh, in the birthday at the at the Hello Burger, he's sitting there. He's got his birthday cake, and he, he's all ready uh, to have a party. And nobody's there, so he's looking all sad. And then um, he somebody knocks on the door, and he looks over, and, and Mackenzie's mom's knocking on the door. So while he's looking at the door behind him, we see uh, the rest of the, the rest of her friends lurking around the background. So um, they don't know that he doesn't know they're there, but he's all happy that uh, Mackenzie's mom showed up. What the hell was her name? Marsha. 
she showed up. So he walked over there to go open the door. The uh, Her friend, who was a black guy, he walks up and picks up the Horny the Clown mask and puts it on in a meat cleaver. He runs over and scares uh, Archie. Archie, like, flips out and kind of falls, stumbles onto the table, and he's got his birthday cake there, and it's uh, the candles are lit. So when he falls and knocks the cake over, um, it's, it starts to light uh, some, uh, I assume it was the... The tablecloth. I think it was the... the 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 tablecloth um he the the cake falls over and it, it lights the, the tablecloth on fire and then uh marcia sees it and then just runs off so what happened was the whole place just went up in flames archie was in it he got burned up and he died so now she's saying that this is this is probably um what's going on well her mom didn't say it she she just basically told her her daughter the the whole situation of what's going on so marsha i mean mackenzie is starting to put kind of things together since all this supernatural stuff is happening with the ouija board and the etch-a-sketch and all that she's like all right she goes well he's after me now and because it's my 18th birthday coming up and he's killing all my friends and killing you basically doing the the nightmare on elm street thing he's killing all the kids of the people that that hurt him so her mom's like what what are you talking about she goes no and he goes it's it can't be him he's dead and she was saying that it was uh uh the guy that owned the place jack benjamin because that was his son and he's mad but then mackenzie is, is telling her like no that it's not him she goes it's archie because her mom's like well he's dead what are you what are you talking about so Mackenzie gets the hell out of there. She goes up and picks up Fisher, and they try to figure out uh, what's going on. Her uh, and her friends, they go. Where, oh, they went to the, um, was it the, the Benjamin? It, yeah. Um, um, uh, was it his, it was his, the, the guy Jack, that owns hell Jack, yeah, Jack Benjamin. Okay. They, they go to his house. Um. So they're all ready to do go in there and just try to figure out and find figure out some stuff. It's Mackenzie Fisher, her friend, and uh, I guess her friend's boyfriend. And for some reason, he's all in blackface. I assume he was just trying to just be stealth. But that, I, that's that's what he was doing. Because <laughs> I was like, "What's happening here?" Um, but they uh, they figure they're trying to stop this clown, so they're. I'm just going by movie knowledge. Uh, that guy goes to the guy with the black face. He goes to the sporting goods store, tried to get some steaks, but he's got uh, those plastic tent spikes. He goes, they didn't have wood, so this is what I got. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're gearing up, ready to go in. Someone's got a flask. They all start uh, taking swigs from him. Mackenzie's got this big, giant, dirty, hairy 357 gun. It's like bigger than her. <laughs> so they're trying to figure out all right well let's go in there and see see what we can find so we go back to the police station uh, the two detectives are gearing up because they know something is going down i did like this part because we see crockers in the background while uh the other uh, brenda is on the phone he's gearing up he puts his um his body armor on he's got his uh his uh shooting glasses he's got this big giant shotgun 
And she turns and looks at him and goes, who do you think you are, G.I. Joe? <laughs> and then he cocks his, his shotgun. So detective gets another call, and it's Mrs. Carpenter, um, the Mackenzie's mom, telling the cops, that, look, she's gone and she's on the loose. So we go back to um, uh, Benjamin Clark. Well, not Benjamin Clark. What the hell was his last name? Uh, Jack, Jack Benjamin. Benjamin. We, we go back to his house. He's drinking whatever, some kind of booze, and he hears uh, somebody calling him Jack, and he wakes up, and he sees uh, Horny the Clown's uh, face on the big TV screen. So he's kind of, obviously, he's just hallucinating, but we go outside. The kids are still trying to get, uh, creep into the house. They end up breaking into the house, and they're starting to look around. Uh, They're going through all the rooms, just looking. Uh, One the other crew, they go down into the. Um, oh no no! When uh, Mackenzie and Fisher go into this one room, uh, I don't know whose room it is, but it's got the Ouija board in there, the Horny the Clown doll, uh, the Etch a Sketch, uh, and ball. Every, the eight yeah the eight ball, uh, and um, they're like what the fuck? So they start to hear noises, and Mackenzie pulls out uh, her um, her gun because uh, somebody well it's Horny the Clown on the little speaker says happy birthday to Mackenzie and then she looks at her watch and it's midnight and he's like what she goes this is my birthday it's midnight and he's like oh okay so they knew that she was going out he he was going after her and uh, I assume killing everyone else that, that gets in his way so they're kind of lurking around we go back to the dude uh the other guy he's down in the in the garage looking around and he sees a big giant um those uh freezers the ones yeah. that, that open from the top and he opens it up and there's all kinds of body parts in there and he's screaming ah yelling for someone to get over there and then he starts digging in it there's like uh, black garbage bags and he pulls back and he sees uh uh his girlfriend in there <laughs> so she's dead so here comes uh, horny the clown he comes down from the rafters and he's like, she's he goes, just chilling. <laughs> yeah. He walks up to that dude that's standing there in front of the freezer and just swings his cleaver and then starts walking away. We see that guy standing there still. He's kind of in a shocked uh, position. And then he's like kind of feeling around his body. And then all of a sudden the top half from the waist up just falls off. <laughs> and then, he falls down and Horny the Clown goes, you got a lot of guts, kid. And we see, we see the kid laying there on the floor and his guts just fall pour out. out. Of the, yeah. yeah, just pour out of the top half. Uh, crappy CGI, but I, <laughs> I loved I loved this scene. It was awesome. His, uh, his legs are standing up in the background still with blood pouring <laughs> out of it yeah he was laying there on his back and his guts just slide right out of him <laughs> so he's dead and horny the clown uh, kind of just smirks and walks off we go back to Mackenzie and fisher they're running around i assume this is a big mansion because they're all over the place they're trying to figure out or try to find some kind of clue <clears throat> excuse me uh, Mackenzie again Mackenzie's walking around with that big ass gun so when they start looking in, uh, into one of the ro- uh, to the they got to the front door and they start looking out there and then all of a sudden here comes Horny, Horny the clown he starts 
chopping at the door and breaks it open and he's running around uh chasing them now so they're running through the house outside here comes the two detectives they show up uh with the lights uh, flashing and crockers running in there with a shotgun uh they don't know what's happened mckenzie and fisher are walking around in the dark trying to get away but um horny the clown comes out of nowhere um and just Oh no! They they go up into a room and she bumps a um a jukebox and it's I think it was it like starts a playing hella. like the like the little jingle. Yeah, for the for the Hella Burger. Yeah. So. Oh, it says Hella Burger, and then we hear, um, Horny the Clown. It's Hella Good, and he comes out <laughs> of the darkness, uh, grabs Fisher, throws him across the room. Fisher jumps up. And starts wrestling around. He grabs the mask uh, of Homie the Clown and pulls it off. And then a slow motion shot. We see Fisher uh, looking up at uh, Horny the Clown. And Horn- we see the back of him. And we see that his head is all like burnt. It's all burnt and bloody. But then while he's looking at Fisher, Fisher's eyes just get blood red. And then Hor- Horny, Horny, th- Throws him out the window and he, it's on. They're I think they're on the first floor because he goes falling out into the bushes. Uh, we're in the garage and we see Crockers. He's getting scared, just firing off his shotgun at nothing. So he and uh, the other detective, Brenda Chase, she is upstairs looking around. So Crocker goes over to that freezer again and he opens it up and he's like, "Oh fuck!" So he he, he radios her. That there's all kinds of bodies in here, and then she tells him, "Look, man, why don't you go call for backup? Because we're gonna need it." So he goes outside. Um, we go back upstairs, and we find uh, Mackenzie. She kind of wakes up, so she obviously got knocked out when they were attacked, and she's got her. She's tied up in rope. She's got uh, duct tape across her mouth, and there's a big cake in front of her with 18 candles. Uh, lit up. She screams, uh, and uh, Brenda, the detective, she hears. So she goes walking into the room, and she finds uh, Jack Benjamin. And she's like, he's like, he's yelling at her, like, something he's gonna kill you. He's gonna kill you. And she's like, nobody's here. So we go back to Mackenzie. Uh, the camera goes around, and all her friends' bodies that got killed are sitting around this table. And then the camera pulls back more. Were at Heller Burger at the at the burger joint. So, uh, some practical effects, man. We see them all sitting around uh, the table, and then um, Horny the Clown shows up, telling her Happy Birthday. This is a surprise, and he's getting ready to kill her. So obviously he picked up his mask and and went back over there, cause he's like just telling her, Look, do you like your surprises? And pointing at all her friends. Then he takes the uh, the tape off her mask and she starts screaming and then he starts jumping around, dancing around for whatever reason. Because he's telling her, he goes, yeah, you don't want to die alone because no one can hear you scream. So she's he's telling her, yeah, it's your it's your 18th birthday and uh, it's my lucky number and your friend showed up and all this shit. So he's getting ready to kill her. So he goes over to her and starts talking more shit to her. And then uh, he telling her, he was like, look, I'm, let's have a little special party, uh, party surprise that your mother taught me. 
and he's holding a gas of gasoline and then starts dumping it on her. And she's screaming and yelling. And I don't I've I've tasted gas because we were siphoning some out one time, but I can't imagine it being poured all over me. So she's got gas all over him. Uh Horny the Clown grabs uh one of the candles that it's already lit. See, all right, I had a problem with this. He's just dumping the gas all over her, and she's what? Maybe a foot, two feet away from that uh cake with the with the candles lit. Yeah. Something <laughs> with something a drop would have hit that. Whoosh, the whole place would have went up. But eh, it's a movie. <laughs> so he pulls out a candle and goes, I got he goes, look, he goes, make a wish. He's about to uh, burn her up. But uh, Mackenzie's mom sh- shows up. And psh, 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 she starts shooting at the door and then goes charging into into the burger joint. So she's yelling at Clown, get away from her. And he goes, you're dead. And then she starts sh- shooting at him. Uh, she shoots him uh, in the face, in the mask, and then he falls over. And then she runs over there, tries to untie um, Mackenzie, but Horny the Clown jumps up, starts falls on top of her mom and starts choking her and um he gets up because Mackenzie he sees her and he still wants to do that he's telling her like yeah we're gonna give her a makeover so he jumps up but while while while, um horny was choking uh, Mackenzie's mom she had that little flask with the earlier when they all took a drink and she takes a swig and he walks over to her and then he grabs a candle again like he's going to light her. He's holding it up in front of his face and hers. And then so she's got, he looks down, sees the flask. She's got a mouth full of booze and then just spits it at him because he's holding that candle in front of his face and his whole body lights up. Ah! So she unties herself really quick, grabs her mom. We see Horny the Clown just flipping and flopping on fire inside the burger joint and, uh, He's uh he's falling down and her mom and Mackenzie are outside and then there's a slow motion shots of uh, we see Horny burning up and then he just falls to the ground. And when he falls to the ground, his mask is all burnt. Uh and we see um uh Horny's face. What was his name? It was Archie. Uh, Archie, yeah. So Archie didn't die. He just kind of got burned up and probably just disappeared. We're back outside. Uh, Crockers is just talking shit uh, to the other cops. And uh, here comes Detective Chase. They have the mask, half of the mask uh, of uh, Horny the Clown. And she tells him, go down there and get uh, fingerprints off of it. And they're kind of like, right, well, and he goes, yeah, everything should be good. And uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We see Mackenzie and her mom. Oh, no, no. This is when we find out they said that, yeah, we found the other bodies except for Archie's. His body isn't in there. And they're kind of like, oh, all right, well, whatever. So Detective Chase, she walks over to um, Vanessa, uh, Vanessa, uh, Mackenzie and her mom telling her that, like, look, I mean, we need to talk about Fisher. And she's like, nah, she goes, he, he's not dead. He's OK. He's he's in the hospital and everything's all good. So. She wants to go see him. She's like, okay. She's telling her, yeah, but I just need to prepare you. He's in critical condition, and the doctors don't know if he's going to make it through the night. So she's like, mom, I got to go see him. So she kind of rushes over to the hospital. And we're at the hospital. Uh, We see um, Fisher. He's laying there. 
uh, in the hospital bed and his eyes are still uh, all blood red. Um, but when she, he kind of, he's laying there and then he opens his eyes and then he goes, um, or, uh, Mackenzie goes into the, um, into his room with the nurse and Fisher is gone. So she doesn't know what happened. So she's walking around and she looks at the bed and <coughs> excuse me, she's, uh, lurking around and she goes over to the windows uh, she looks out the window and she is just assumes that Fisher jumped out uh, of the window. And then Mackenzie's mom comes in and she's telling him and Mackenzie just goes, it's not over. And then her mom kind of gives her a hug. And then the camera pulls back and we just see uh, Mackenzie looking out the window uh, of the hospital. And was this the end or no? Um, um. They what happens is uh the um the police officer uh she uh tells uh crockers to uh take the mask and go get uh fingerprints off of it because all the bodies were accounted for except for his. Yeah. And uh she was like uh today like hurry up and so he goes and what ends up happening is he goes he goes to a a hell uh uh helleberger uh through the drive-thru and like he's talking to the speaker and it's like uh welcome to helleberger what would you like and he starts uh talking and then you see like slow-mo it's horny the clown uh walking like pretty much in front of his car going inside the building and he kind of notices something just walked by and he's all like i'm sorry can you repeat that what did you say and the speaker it's uh horny now and he goes uh he goes do you want to die fat ass <laughs> and then that's when he like lands right on top of like the car like the hood of the car and uh he uh is like laughing and he goes uh have a hell of a good day and like just swings the the uh, meat cleaver into the camera and it just that's when credits hit. Yeah, that's, that's when that's when the movie ends. When um, Mackenzie was looking out the window when she said it's not over, when the camera pulls all the way back, we see um, Fisher's uh, hospital gown just laying in the parking lot. So and then that's when we go to Crockers and, and Horny at, at Helleberger. So they never made another one? This, this was just a one-and-done movie? Yep. Hmm. I'm going to have to reach out to this director and ask him, are we getting more or is that it? If this is it, that's cool. I like when they make these movies and we never see, um, they don't beat it to death uh, with sequels and everything. Because, yeah, they could. They didn't find um, Jack or Archie's body. It was gone. So I assume he's like burnt up more and just got the hell out of there. But then they kind of make you make you think that it's it was Fisher that put on the uh, 
um, the horny, horny the clown man or costume and uh, started getting killed. Uh, crackers, cracker or whatever. But yeah, that that was it, man. I like this movie. I thought this movie was pretty badass. I mean, like I said, the special effects were awesome. CGI wasn't the greatest, but when they do practical effects, I, I really love uh, when they do that. But yeah, if you if you watch this film, if you go uh, at the end of the credits, that's when all the the bloopers. Are are going on in it? Okay, so, I'll, yeah, I'll have check. to go back to it. Well, yeah, this movie's awesome, man. I loved it. Um, everything, everything about it was badass. Um, again, if we get more, I'll watch it. But I'm kind of happy they didn't make more. But who knows? They're probably making more as we speak. Well, I don't know. The strike is going on still. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say a budget or anything so um yeah the release dvd that was it canada um popcorn pictures gave the film a negative review writing really hard to sit through despite the the prim- the promise of a killer clown drive through is 83 minutes of pure fast food junk uh like fast food burger it may look good but when you pick it up as soon as you take a bite you realize you've made a horrible mistake and you've got left and all you've got left is an unmanly fatty uh, con- concoction of things that are bad for you for your health. Uh, that was popcorn pictures. that said that I don't know who, who did that one. They're wrong. Cause this movie was awesome. Uh, dead sent dread central panned the film, calling the film's dialogue painfully bad and criticized the film's editing DVD DVD talk called it. Routine slice and dice uh, during this criticizing the inadequate humor, the callous characterization, and the lack of actual scares. I mean, you don't really go for scares when in these type of just slasher type of films. You just, for me, um, it's kind of hard to scare me now, so I'm kind of desensitized by all the shit that I watch. Uh, but there is some creepy things out there that do spook me out sometimes. I mean, that last Exorcist movie or the new, the latest Exorcist one, uh, it didn't scare me. But there was a couple scenes where I got creeped out and all the little hairs on me stood up. But um, I don't know what these guys are talking about. But then if you guys know me and you listen to the show, I like these type of films when they're cheesy and, and dumb and everything. But I was all in on this one. I was just glued to to the set watching uh, what was going on? Um, Horny the clown. I liked his face. I, I liked the mask, and I liked how he sounded when he talked. And his cleaver was cool. But as far as his whole outfit, it just looked looked like a leather clown suit, and it was probably hot and, and didn't breathe. So whoever this actor was, it was running around in, in that in the actual suit. Man, I'll give it to him. Let me see. Van de la Plante as Horny the Clown. Oh, I guess it was uh, the guy that was played Archie as well. He did yeah. uh, all of it. So shout out to him, man. Uh, he did a good job. And uh, I don't know if he was the voice. Oh, no. Gordon Clapp was the voice The voice of uh, Horny the Clown. So, But uh, in the end, I enjoy this film. I'm going to look to see if it's uh, on Blu-ray or anything. Because if it is, I'll buy it. Uh, but if it's just DVD, maybe I'll just pick that up as well. I mean, check trusty uh, eBay. 
drive through T H R U duh. I don't even know how to spell. Um damn it. Fat fingers, everyone. Um is there a Blu-ray or is it just DVD? I think it's just DVD. See, that's what I don't get, man. There's a lot of movies on Blu-ray that are crap. And then they don't put the good ones on uh on Blu-ray. Because you well, go to Dollar I mean, Dollar Tree or something and you see all kinds of Blu-rays in there of shit you never even heard of. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe like in uh I don't know, like in another ten years or so, we'll get like a like what is it, Scream Factory will release a Blu-ray of it or something. All right, I found one. Canada, twenty bucks. DVD is Canada region A or is it different regions oh, up there? I have no idea, man. Hmm, I'm trying to look at a product here. Product description. Doesn't say. I don't want to buy it and have it. Well, it was manufactured in the USA, so all right, it's probably a region A. But all right, everyone, that was drive through, and again, it's on YouTube. So if you want to check it out, of course, well, obviously we spoiled the whole thing. But um, I thought this movie was cool. I liked the way it ended. We don't know what what uh, what's happening. Who was? Uh, the horny the clown at the end of the movie and we don't know it could have been fisher it could have been archie again but i don't know if it was archie man i don't know if he'd have the strength to uh kill someone again after getting burnt fully burnt again for the second time but i don't know it's a movie everyone but brother taylor man thank you so much for bringing this movie to my attention i'm glad we finally got to do it so hell yeah man i'm happy you enjoyed it yeah, man. It's, I, in the beginning, I was kind of like, "What the hell's happening here?" But as it went on, the movie just got awesomer and awesomer, uh, in my opinion. Because again, like I told you guys, I love these type of uh, uh, crazy movies that make no sense. I mean, they tried to put a story into it, so I like that, and it did, ripped off a little bit of Nightmare on Elm Street with the whole parents thing. But in the end, I thought this movie was awesome. What does the poster say? Um. I think I already read it. I'll read it again. At Hello Burger, it won't be the food that kills you, but you'll wish it did. Drive through. Now we see Horny the Clown. But all right, everyone, that is gonna be it this episode. Um, yeah, man, just gotta give more props to Taylor here for bringing this to my attention, and everybody else that uh, helped us this month uh, with our 31 days of horror. Uh, we actually went over. Uh, a few movies so you're getting more than 31 so but we got uh one more day tomorrow is halloween so come back um brian and i will be back for more and it'll be the end of our 31 days of horror but everyone um thank you so much for listening everybody that's been involved this month and my brother here taylor awesome and your dog chewing in the background (laughs) <laughs> Are you holding the dog? <laughs> no, no. Uh, so yeah. he's got like 
separation anxiety. So, like, uh, you l- literally cannot close a door. Like, he literally is, like, a clingy little child. And, well, like, always, that. yeah, always has to be with you. But, uh, yeah. He's a good boy, though. All right, man. Animals are welcome here at the East Society. Like we said, we had all kinds of animal noises in earlier years. And, um, but yeah, everyone, that is it uh, for this episode. Again, come back tomorrow for our final day uh, on Halloween of 31 Days of Horror. So, but with that, everyone, please be safe out there. Come back tomorrow for more. And until then, be safe out there and party on. <laughs>